Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez. You open yours a little early? Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> there ah. might have been a little bit of... Uh, Pre... Yeah. What, what, what is that? Pre-fizz release. <laughs> the release, yes. It is Bruce Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Southern Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown mm-hmm. Blacksburg. My name is Drez, joined along with my partner in crime on this uh, adventure in the Bear V. I got BB in the Bear V. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a <laughs> Tuesday and I get to drink beer with my lovely wife on the radio. So we've been teasing this. 12% beer company is where I went because I remember on a Bruce Day Tuesday before I left, we were drinking Abomination beer and we saw that it was in Connecticut. And sure enough, we were going to be really close up that way. So we saw New Haven, Connecticut, made the trip. I reached out to him, sent him a note, didn't hear anything back. I was like, you mentioned that, you know, it's available at 12%, but I don't see where's your location, whatever. So 12% beer project, basically brews beer. I guess you would say, as Huck would call him, a contract brewer, where a lot of beer breweries, companies, whatever, come and say, hey, these are the beers we want to make. So that's where we went. And come to find out, they brew a lot of beer for a lot of breweries. And I'll get to them. One of them being, in my hand, I just popped the Papa Pils, a German-style Pilsner. This is from, and if you want to pronounce that for me, babe. Erdita. That's, uh, we'll go with that. Erdita. <laughs> Say it wrong. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Erdita. I, I think I do remember asking them. How to pronounce it, but I don't remember how it was pronounced. Coming in at 4.8%. So it says right here, brewed and packaged by 12% North Haven, Connecticut for your Dita Beer LLC. So this is one of the breweries that they're brewing beer for. And you have another one. I have one too. This is uh, Sky Gazer Brewing. And I've definitely had quite a few of their beers um, at home. Um, in Virginia prior to going there, right? Yeah, Exactly, from the cellar. So they're very well distributed. distributed. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's same, same. That's where I got the abomination. And yeah. So they clearly just make good beers there. Yeah, a lot of good beer. I just realized you're using my phone for the video, so I don't have one to take a picture with. Give oh, me your oh. phone. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. You know, you got to untap the beer. You got to get a photo of it. So yeah, so we, are, we were in... This was when we were staying in Connecticut, and I don't know if you want to get a photo too. We were actually staying. What, what am I hearing? I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, we'll see if that continues. Uh, I don't know if that picked up on the mic or not, but something something's <laughs> making some funny noises here in the bare V. I don't know if that was in the RV or outside. Hopefully outside. <laughs> Hopefully outside for sure. So we were staying in Connecticut uh, with a couple of very nice older folks. Uh, I know their last name was Pool because it was called the Honey Pool because they had bees. Mm-hmm. And I think that the last show we did, it was right before we actually went out there. I think the next day we went out and they actually toured us, gave us the rundown of the bees. A lot of fun facts about bees we learned that day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The guy was a bee enthusiast I to mean, the max. Like he knew everything there was 
to know about bees. And he was, you know, we were right up there next to the hive. He was just like, just relax. He's like, they're not bothered by you. Like, if you're not bothered by them. And we were up there, like, watching them about their business. And it, it was quite amazing, actually. And there, he said there was probably over 100,000 bees within his seven i think hives well, it was more than that because he said the tall hive had like could have like sixty thousand in just that one and he had yeah like you said seven or so so yeah i would say hundreds of thousands of bees i mean there must have been some of them that were out busy doing their work but busy bees <laughs> busy bees yeah i mean but you're like you mentioned i mean i've always had that mentality because i i remember you know you'd freak out when you were a kid oh a bee's around you start flailing and stuff but they're not trying to sting you because like he was saying, I mean, if they sting you, their stinger gets stuck in you and you're, they're die, they die. Yeah. Basically so their whole admin, ad, abdomen gets ad, ripped out. <laughs> gets ripped out when they sting you. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're dead at that point. Yeah. They're done for. And by the way, he did teach us that if you do get stung, the trick is you get like a credit card or something just like with a fine edge and you put it to the skin away from the direction that the stinger's in. So it just slides out. You don't want to grab the stinger because then that just essentially injects more of the poison into you. So that's the trick of like, you just sort of grab this, grab a credit card or something and just drag it out and it just pushes it right out. So yeah, I mean, there was just just a wealth of knowledge. I mean, obviously we got some honey, which was really cool. Been using that here and there. They also gave us a bunch of green beans. They had a nice garden. So we made some we even made honey green beans with some soy sauce and chili flakes. Yeah, that was delicious. It that was, was like really nice. Hot, yeah. hot honey kind of deal. It was delicious. But yeah, what was your favorite, most interesting fun fact about honeybees? I loved when he was telling us about the queen bee, you know, like when she gets to the point that she feels like her hive is thriving and, you know, there's not much more for her to do. Like it's, you know, it's set. She like lays some other queen bee eggs to like bring up the next generation of queen bee. And then once they're ready, she's just like, okay, I'm going to find a new home now. And she just picks up and leaves with all the able-bodied flying bees. And then they swarm to the next location they can find. Yeah, all the other bees follow her. And by the way, so all the the bees that are making honey and stuff, they're all female. The other, the males are called drones. And basically the only thing they do is mate bang so the the queen goes and finds drones elsewhere so that you know they fly away to try and help with the gene pool diversity or whatever so they go and mate the queen bee stores that semen in her for oh i mean a her long time life, basically yeah. her long life because she's laying something she's he said upwards of like a thousand some eggs a day and then decides if they, if she wants to disperse some semen on it to fertilize it. Mm-hmm. She decides if she wants queen bees or female bees or male bees or non-fertilized eggs. Like she's she has the ability to decide what she does with that semen that she's collected Basically, from Basically it's just drones. The stuff was I mean, it was mind boggling. Yeah. All the stuff that we that not only he knew, but it was quite the lesson about We love bees, bees now. Yeah, bees are cool. <laughs> bees are cool, ticks are bad. Oh, and we've my had gosh. a lot of run-ins with ticks up here because we like to try and go and hike and do this and that. So, I mean, case in point today. So now we're in uh, all these nice things. Well, just, basically, we just got a lot of bugs. <laughs> we've had ants in the RV. You found an eerie wig, uh, ticks. That's yeah, not good. But we are in New uh, Rochester, New, New Hampshire, 
and staying with these nice folks. And we went exploring in their backyard because they're sitting on like six acres. A lot of places, they just have a lot of area you can go and explore. So sure enough, they had a, what was the thing out back that we went and saw earlier today? Oh, it was a vault receiver. And so it's kind of just like a concrete kind of building, like kind of built into this hill in the woods. And we were there, we kind of looked inside, there was all these shelves. We didn't actually Google what it was till afterwards, and thank goodness, because I probably wouldn't have gone. But it turns out it's it's a place where they would take dead bodies in the old days, you know, to kind of sit there before they got buried. So, <laughs> so that was pretty <laughs> fun. Crypt in the woods. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cool. So we did that, and then we... um we were walking through some unkept fields and whatnot and just looked down and just ticks, ticks all over the legs, found another tick on me. Even after we came into the RV, you found a tick that actually was like attached. Oh my gosh. That was back. That was back in Connecticut when we were staying with the, I thought I was safe. I had long socks on and, you know, Capri, uh, kind of sports pants, but he must've managed to sneak in that little gap between my socks Mm. And my uh, my shorts. Thank goodness I decided I would go for a shower because it was so hot and, and sweaty. And then I looked down and there it is. I was screaming for a dress. <laughs> I kept quick quick Google her. search of how to get a, yeah. safely remove a tick. Uh, but apparently the one I, it was huge. And they're the, apparently the dog ticks. They're not really the dangerous ticks. The deer ticks The tick real are the ones small you ones about. are the ones you have to watch out for. Yeah. But it's still not pleasant to think that something's just attached onto your person that's for sure so (laughs) ticks have been sucking literally and um one of the things we spotted in rhode island which sure enough we spotted here also in new haven when we were out gallivanting exploring whatever was owls i've never seen an owl in the wild and now i've seen three because (laughs) we saw the one i think i looked it up i think it was a barred owl barred owl whatever in Rhode Island, and just on our walk earlier today, when we went to the crypt thing or whatever it was, we saw two screeching owls screeching back and forth. And this was broad daylight. I mean, this was like earlier around noon, lunchtime. I thought owls were nocturnal. What, what are they doing? I think we just stepped in on their territory. They, they were looking they down at us yeah. and like <laughs> <laughs> definitely sizing us up and being like, what are these guys doing? But the funny thing is, if they just hadn't made a sound, we wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah, <laughs> and they were just like screeching like, at us. I look up and I was like, sure enough, there's an owl up there, man. Which was but they're so cool. beautiful. Like they're big round faces. Like it really is. If this has been a real treat to see that in the wild. Mm-hmm. But getting back to Connecticut, which is where... 12% beer project was. So we did a we did a nice little day out. We went and got some pizza at per recommendation of uh I guess a former client of yours or whatever you would say. He said you got to go to a modern modern a pizza. A pizza. Modern a pizza. And they've been around since what was it 1930s or something. Something like that. Yeah. Been around a long time. He was saying you know, best pizza in the country or whatever. <laughs> it was damn good pizza. And we finally got, per Big Nate's recommendation, he was mentioning how up northeast here, they have clam pizza. So sure enough, we're like, all right, let's roll the dice. It wasn't just straight clam, which was on the menu. We got the clam casino, which had peppers and bacon on it as well. And it was phenomenal. It was real nice. I like that one better than the pepperoni, I would I say. Do, yeah, the pepperoni is like, it's a staple. It's classic. We, we got that as a backup just in case we didn't like the, you know, the clam one. But the clam one was, it was balling. Damn good. So we did that and then we went to 
to 12% beer project where I quickly learned. So I saw online 12% beer project was there and I see sky gazer, the beer you're drinking. And I was like, Oh man, that's awesome. Two great breweries right in the same building. And then I saw another one. I can't even remember what it was, but long story short. Yeah, it is just one building. It's all 12%. They're just brewing beers for a lot of well-known phenomenal breweries, including, and stop me if you've heard any of these, Evil Twin. They brew for Evil Twin. Abomination, we've already mentioned that. Skygazer. Uh, Fat Orange Cat, you might have heard of those guys. They're brewing for them as well. Uh, what else? I mean, I, I think I, I'm trying to think of what all was on the menu. I mean, I drank just about everything on the menu that day. So you can you maybe did. even, you could <laughs> scroll back on my untapped, uh, I guess, what, I suppose about a week or so from now. And maybe you'll find it, but I mean, I could, I just was so surprised that they're brewing all these beers. I think he said they brew beer for about 18 different breweries and a number of them don't even have a brewery, which I didn't realize. I mean, I've heard of talking with Huck about gypsy brewers and they kind of go around evil twin. I knew that was one of them. I guess they, he did say that they do have a brick and mortar in New York, but I knew that evil twin was one of those, but uh, I didn't realize that. Skygazer and Fat Orange Cat and Abomination, all those guys were as well. But it's amazing that this one beer company is making all these delicious, fantastic beers. So that was just a real treat getting out there. And needless to say, I mean, you can see I'm wearing the shirt, 12%. Shirt aside, I still spent, we spent way, way too much money on beer. You were not happy when I told you how much the bill was at the end of the day no, on that one. <laughs> but then luckily then we went because also I didn't realize this until you're I guess we were just looking for something to do and you you quickly looked up and saw that in New Haven is Yale University. I didn't even know that Yale was in New Haven. We we were like three three miles away from Yale. Exactly. So we went and did a little tour. Yeah basically I was like we're not going to another brewery this evening. <laughs> So let's find something else to do. <laughs> we already spent all of our uh, allotted beer money that day. That's for sure. Which was cool because then we, on the Yale tour, we discovered a lot of stuff. I mean, I didn't know didn't know much about Yale. Still didn't know, learn a whole lot. But it was not only Yale, but also the surrounding areas because we kind of went to like, the. it's all downtown-ish. And there was this place, what was it, Lou's? which claims they were one of the first places, or they were the first place. They invented the hamburger. I'm still calling Boshi on that. Lou's Lunch, yeah, invented the hamburger when some some guy was in a real rush for his lunch, um, and the only thing they could think to do for him was to give him a, like a beef patty in between two just, slices yeah, of toast. They just squished up some minced meat and then yeah. stuck it between two pieces of toast, which is still how they serve it today. It's still how they serve it today. And we actually went in and, and we got one. Yeah. Um, obviously. There was a nice sign that said, don't even ask us for ketchup. <laughs> you get it. You get it with lettuce and onions. I think that was it. Maybe tomato. I can't remember. You don't like any of that stuff. So I asked for it on the side. But yeah, no ketchup, no mayonnaise, none of that. You're just getting meat between two slices of bread. Yeah. And honestly, the meat was really nice, actually. Like, I did think the patty was great. I didn't really like the toast around it. They could have maybe... Had the option for a burger, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the toast wasn't anything special at all. It wasn't yeah. even like Texas toast, nothing thick. It was just thin little toast, but it wasn't too bad. 
the establishment was really cool though like they had they hadn't changed the building or their decor since 19 you know 29 or whenever they were established and loads of people had you know engraved their initials oh, yeah. everything was just scratched uh, to hell scratched out in all the tables and the bar and that's so it looked really kind of old and yeah. authentic old yeah. school in that regard too and then so what there was a graveyard out there and secret society buildings and all that sort of stuff I can't remember. I'd been drinking at 12% brewing <laughs> for a while before we went on this tour. The buildings were lovely. All of Yale, like the area where the university was, was really beautiful. Um, you know, really gorgeous buildings and well kept. And mm -hmm. uh, interestingly, there was like the commons, uh, the New Haven commons, which was kind of next to the Yale um, buildings. And it was just, it was a, a kind of, area where everything happened like back in the day so they used to have the market there they would graze cattle there but then they also had like a graveyard there um and they were saying that they had um moved the gravestones but not the bodies so there was still just a bunch of bodies under, <laughs> bodies, the, under like, the just like under this like people are playing frisbee park yeah where everyone is like chilling every day without without realizing it and they were saying actually at one point a tree had fallen over in a storm and within the roots was just all these bone like human bones that got pulled up so it was a, a reminder to everyone yeah <laughs> yeah you're hanging around dead bodies so yeah. so and even since Connecticut we've been to another state or two we just we've been making moves we've been doing a lot so let's go ahead and wrap up uh these beers and we can untap them which is what we like to do on the show dreads drinks is my handle on the free beer app that is very handy and dandy i can't remember what because you got my phone there was a milestone that i think we're pro I'm probably going to hit on this trip i think we did the math i had to drink like 160 different <laughs> beers and i think i will I think that might happen. Of course, you can imagine every day now he's like, remember, I have this yeah, I gotta quota it, to meet. Gotta make it happen. <laughs> don't let me, don't let me lose uh, it. SweetAss77 <laughs> is your handle. Uh, it's a free beer app again. And so for me and the Papa Pills, a German style Pilsner, not my style. This is one that the guy recommended that I get because I was looking at the... That's one thing that kind of was a bit disappointing about 12% beer companies. They're making all this great beer. Their to-go section was a bit lackluster, in my opinion. In fact, pretty much most of the stuff to go I had already had before, which was a bit unfortunate. This one I had not, so I opted for this. I should have maybe just grabbed a beer that I had already had before that I knew I would really, really enjoy. Uh, that being said, you know, I'm not I'm not a big Pilsner guy, but this is a very good one. Nice and refreshing. That's what you'd expect for a Pilsner. It's only 4.8%. This is one that you can drink with a dinner. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan. Like this beer with that modern pizza would be good. I, I love a Pilsner with a pizza. I think that's why, you know, you got those Peronis and stuff at Italian. A lot of the Italian pizza joints will have that as a good go-to. It's For what it is, it is a great example of a Pilsner. I'm going to go ahead and... I'll put the camera down so they can see your t-shirt, babe. Oh, well. I, I, I kind of... I tried to do that a little bit. Yeah, I do got the 12%. This is a four. Solid four for a Pilsner. Again, not my style. It might rank higher for those that like Pilsner, but not thoroughly in love with it. How's your Sky Gazer? So this is the... So you got a variety 12-pack of their Sour Crush. 
And this is the pineapple, right? Is that what you're sipping on now? Yeah. So there was pineapple, mango, and guava. Pink guava. Oh, sorry. Pink guava mm-hmm. in the pack. This is really good. Like it's it's a proper sour. It's got a little bit of the, you know, tartness. It's really kind of rich and almost a little bit creamy as well, which I really like in a beer. It's like rich got and some, creamy. Got some exactly. So I'm going to give this a four point seven five. It's delicious. She loves that beer. Those mm. sky gazers. So we'll uh, we'll step aside. We'll play a tune. You got a request? You got anything you want to hear? I want to hear what the Blue Stones. Uh, you know, make a hit, never miss out with, with the new one. <laughs> it's not that new anymore. <laughs> hit, 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 I don't miss. I don't miss. I don't that's miss. It. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll play that track. We'll come back. We'll drink more beer. It's Bruce Day Tuesday on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. 